We are real Kipper and Bourne on Sportsnet 590, The Fan, Sportsnet 360, and Sportsnet Plus from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. And remember, you can always get our podcast, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you download your pods. And remember to text us at 5959. Always love to hear your comments on the show. Far as we are concerned, in this hour of Leaf edition, the Leafs rally from two goals, staring at their first three-game losing streak until Matthew Nyes and Max Domi hook up and uh, Leaf fans at least enjoy the rest of their weekend. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee, and for Jen Rolnick is Frank the Tank. Oh, what's up, Frankie? Frank. Welcome aboard. And Derek Brandale pushing all the right buttons. All right. You were ready to rip them this morning or uh, on our show on Monday. Yeah. Till about seven and a half, eight minutes to go in the third period Saturday night. Were you not? No. No? No. You saw positive down 3-1. Yeah. You felt like you had enough still to say... It's okay. I actually think I wrote in our group chat, I think it's important to note that we were still positive about this game before the goals came. Really? I may have. You were? Okay. Yeah. Sammy, yeah. how about you? Were you ready to rip them today? No. no. I thought, I mean, I was ready to eviscerate Elias Samsonov, but other than that, no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they played great. Did that, you not? That's, uh, yeah, there's still parts of, yeah. you know, uh, Especially with if, with no secondary scoring, it puts a ton of pressure on uh, being a lot better in your own zone. We saw a couple breakdowns, but I, I did like the sense of urgency. I liked uh, yeah. uh, the push that I haven't seen throughout training camp. All of that was good, and it did give it a little bit of a, a playoff atmosphere. Yeah, great, to the I mean, game. great game, right? Like a Saturday night, an entertaining game. You're right. The coaches may not say it was perfect, but sitting there on a Saturday night, that's a that's a fun hockey match. Overtime was the best the Leafs have looked in overtime since I have lived in this city, which is like 12 years. Yeah, it was that, nice to see the, the, the puck the whole time. Well, yeah, it's nice for them to put out David Camp because apparently Austin Matthews isn't capable of winning a draw ever. <laughs> so they have to risk having David Camp out there for however long because they don't think he can win. I hate it. You, uh, you it may think that nuts. Keith's an idiot. You may have also noticed that John Cooper had Luke Glendening out on the other side. So it's a theory these guys have. Yeah, they're about. all overthinking it. They're all overcoaching it. it I think me nuts. You know what I think? I think you're right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's, Austin Matthews was like a great face-off guy. Yeah, Put he, him on the edge. He wasn't so good on Saturday night. So maybe 28%, that, I think. But he does, it, he, does it in other, he does it in other games, too, and it kind of drives me nuts. Yeah. All right. Um, you, you, Sammy brought up. The Samsonov, apparently it's just all his fault Saturday wow. night. I Can I just say from a Leaf fan perspective how incredibly enjoyable it is that the Tampa Bay Lightning have now a reputation of blowing leads to the Leafs? <laughs> is that fun for you? It's really great. I, can, like, I You know, it's been a long fandom of cheering for a team that's number one reputation is blowing big leads to team. Yeah. And sorry, blowing big leads to teams and... Now the Leafs, they kind of yeah. The, the Lightning are looking over I, their shoulder in these I, third I, periods. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold my breath on that. Well, I mean, it's happening. I, I get it. Every I, I get, game there. I, I get what you're saying, but th- there are times Saturday night where you sit there and go, "There's still a pretty good team." And Who's that at Tampa? Yeah, power play. 
I disagree. Kucherov, off freak. the charts. He's a freak. I, the, I the movement off the uh, the power play for Tampa is off the charts. They are excellent offensively, but they are leaky defensively. They are not the same team yeah. defensively that they've been in the years past. Like I thought, they're awesome yeah. offensively, clearly, but they're they're yeah. hurting on the back. End. I think the McDonough hole. Oh, never been filled. Absolutely huge. Yeah, huge loss for them. Yeah, Perbix, Dehan's not great. Radish still kind of learning. They've they're they're okay back there, but yeah, they the yeah. couple of their forwards are pretty unbelievable. Kucherov scoring those, you know, the the goal and the assist. Well, the two goals and the assist, like he's special. Right, but he's yeah. also on the ice when Tavares scores the OT winner, and he's he makes his mistakes the other way too. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, where do we want to start with a Kipper's Clipper? You want to go to uh, an overall feel for uh, the guys getting rewarded Saturday night? Yeah. Uh, let's go to Sheldon Keefe on that one. Clip one. Uh, just so we stayed with it, you know, I was happy to see our guys get rewarded because I thought we had, I thought we played a good game. I thought even in the first period, I thought we played a good period. Um, you know, it's. Yes, the goalie playing the way that he was and Tampa playing as hard as they were. You know, you thought maybe the time was going to run out for us. But, uh, you know, uh, like I said, I was glad to see the guys get rewarded. I thought we played a good game here. All right. Uh, for me, it, it's simple. Yes, we'll get into Nyes and, and Max Domi for sure. But th- this one's real simple here. And I give Sheldon Keefe a lot of credit. It's not... not an automatic, you pull a goalie at 3-1. Mm-hmm. I, I get three on four. I, I get that. But there's a lot of coaches out there that, that won't do that. I think, yeah. uh, I don't know, who do we watch? Uh, Vladar, uh, Calgary in Detroit. Yeah, Not a good game by Vladar by any stretch. But 3-1, he stays in there. Yeah. Sheldon says no. What did you make of the goal, Samsonov? Gave up to start the game. So you got the Kucherov kind of wristy one-timer, yeah. the Alex Barboulet backdoor, and then the Kucherov one-timer. Yeah. Uh, I did not like... If if you go back and watch just the push from post to post yeah. on, on the second slap shot, yes. he's got no power. Uh, he's just nowhere near the playoff. Not, like, just That's the only place the puck is going. Close. I know it's a great shot. People are going to be not like, close. that's a heater from Cooch, but he's yeah. not even yeah. he's nowhere near that. He's nowhere near anything You don't think generally year. he's pushing strong? Like he's looking... No, no, he, he's been horrible since, since day one in camp. He didn't have a good exhibition yeah. games. He, didn't ha- he hasn't had a good start. I... Some, something's not right with Samsonov. I don't, what, what is it? His head? Is it his focus? Is it the fact that he essentially took the job away from Matt Murray and now he feels relaxed? Like, like now he looks at uh, Wall and goes, "I'm the number one guy here." Uh oh! If that's what he thought, I mean, how many has it been? Thirteen or fourteen goals in four games that he's played? Like it's not. Maybe I need to buy some gloves. <laughs> it hasn't been nearly good enough. Like, no. it just, it's no. just plain and simple. You can't really, you can whine about a goal here. Maybe it wasn't his fault here. It wasn't, but 14 and four games have gone past him. It's just not the good enough standard for a and team that's hoping to have cup aspirations. Wall goes in, and all of a sudden, he makes 29 of 29 saves. He's the first star of the game, probably, for the Leafs. I know Nyes was given the belt by his teammates, but. It's 4-5-1 without him. Oh, he was excellent. It's over. The game's over without. Right. Joseph they actually Wall. went on the power play right after that, right when they went, went up 3-1, and he made a couple of big saves on the power play. And I was like, okay, you know, they're getting to stay in this game and play because this guy, he, you know what word I like for his movement is 
economical. Like he mm. doesn't, you know, he's just like... Nice one, McKenna. <laughs> thank you. He's, you know, like he, it's not too much or too big. He's just quiet. Like I, I thought just a great game from Wall and it makes their goaltending position interesting now. Okay, let's go to Sheldon Keefe on why he pulled Samsonov at 3-1. Sheldon Keefe, clip six. Decision there, you know, the puck's going in. It's still relatively early. Can you kind of take us through the thought process? You, you can't let in three goals on four shots. So it's just, that's it. Yee. That's a, a swipe, isn't it? Uh, I don't disagree with him. Is it? It's not always as simple as that, right? Like if if the goals are all team defense fault or whatever, but he wants one. I think we had a chat in our group chat as well that like, even though those are probably pretty good goals, you're allowed to make great saves. Yeah. Right? There's no... I, I hated the first one. The first like, one I yeah. mean, he makes a great shot, but you're staring him down. He's at the top of the circle. And he's, you're looking right at him. There's no screen in front of him. It's and it not beats like him clean. that one kissed off the post no. either. Kind of hit the middle of the net. Him. Yeah. So I, I, the other two you can quibble about, but yeah, it was a deserved ball. Last year he's got to, he's got to prove to the world, right? Mm-hmm. Washington Capitals kicked him to the curb. They won't even offer him a, a, a contract, which essentially made him a, a walk out the door for free. Yeah. Uh, UFA. Leaf signed him. Matt Murray's already here with his two Stanley Cups. And you were told that you'll have an opportunity to take the net. Mm-hmm. And it was shaped up pretty well for him to make him feel like. And I, was, I went the opposite. I'm like two-time Stanley Cup champion, Matt Murray. That's your number one goalie. Yeah. And that's the way it should be, it should be uh, told. Yeah. But... They said, no, you right off the bat. And he did. He came back and he had good numbers. And albeit he didn't get the, the Jack Campbell treatment from the Edmonton Oilers with $25 million over five. But that's looking like a really good Toronto Maple Leaf decision right now. Going one year. Going one year. Yeah. Well, but let's say you're right and it's a good decision and it's a one-year thing. All of a sudden would you not be worried that what does that mean then? Because if he's not good enough, Joseph Wall, again, we've been over this a lot, but he's played 15 games in the NHL or 16. Like, I understand he's looked great, but... Well, that's why I think the, Leaf fans should kind of calm down a little bit here. On Wall. And I don't think by any stretch even Sheldon Keefe telling the hockey world that uh, it's unacceptable to let in three goals on four shots is completely writing him off here. He's going to have ample time to to still straighten out his he game. Yeah, they'll let him try to beat. Well, for sure, five like, games you, into the season, you, you wanna you wanna stress out Joseph Wall right now? No, he's gonna get the start Tuesday. I don't know if it was first perceived that ooh Joseph Wall has got the net two games in a row, and then after I think Sheldon may have said no, it was the scheduled start off the bat, yeah, and he was always gonna start there. So does that is that does that alleviate the feeling of? Joseph Wall stealing the net already from him. It does him. for Ilya Samsonov, if that's what you're trying to do, to put him at ease a little bit. But what, listen, listen to, well, let's listen to clip five, Derek, and you guys can hear what he says in this one, and we'll go after that. Clip okay. five. Well, we'll see. I mean, he was scheduled to play in Washington anyways, but uh, so he's definitely going to go go next game, and he'll just, you know, keep, keep building and stacking up uh, good days. You know, that's that was has been the message to him and to me. He took advantage of every practice shot and rep that he had all week and looked great. Um, I think kind of sent a message to the group that you know, he's hungry. Um, 
and because of that work, he was ready for tonight, even though he wasn't supposed to play. So that's that's a great sign for a young player, and um, really happy for him. And I guess the hope would be that then he pushes Samstock a little bit too. Well, he's pushing. That's, that's that's it. That's what you want. You want everybody pushing one another, and that's what we've got. Oh, he's pushing. Yeah, you know he he left the door <laughs> open with a very sound effort and hopefully a win that it would be a no-brainer that he's going to carry that right into Dallas on Thursday. Wow. Uh, yeah. No? Well. Or is that a scheduled? He well, pitches that's what a I mean. shutout. He, they, they leave OV goalless. They mm. leave Washington with a sound win. You're, you're going to go back to a scheduled start for I, Samsonov? I mean, I think so, right? Like, how, how mm. quick in the season do we want to be saying, abandon plans, <laughs> new starter, it's game seven. I, yeah. Like, give it a sec here. I, I don't know. I, you know, I've, I watched that game on Saturday night, and the Leafs come back, they tie it. And I find myself, I legitimately said to myself, well, that's a big point for the Leafs. I did too. Because you look at this, like, it's maybe not walk into the playoffs anymore it's it was a bumpy start here no and just look at this division yeah like it's not a crappy division anymore it's not just playoff. walk into the playoff scenario anymore you need to win and you got you can't be like maybe the plan does have to go out the window right? i okay i'm That's leaning a, a little bit more with sammy as well only from the fact that uh it's taken a while for them to kind of number one get some continuity out of uh their depth scoring and number yeah. two uh, the same could be said about their uh, defensive pairs, which I thought it settled in Tampa Bay. Like, Brody once again looked like an NHL defenseman. That's nice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Team D is a lot better when he plays well. Oh, It's a world different. Yeah, it's really important. And <laughs> really important. Yeah. Geo with Klingberg didn't kill you. Fine right? third pair, you know? They, they, this is definitely, this is almost the only way to assemble these pairs. It seems to be the right way. It just feels so early, guys, to be grinding over points for playoffs, you know? But you're playing in these division games, and does you think Detroit, we'll talk about Detroit more later, but do you think they're a fluke? Do you think they're not? Do you think they're going to crash back down to earth? Yes. Yeah. You do? <laughs> well, <laughs> but I, not, what does crash you, mean? Like the, I think they're, they're a 90-point team. Can be, they, I, can win the, they can make the playoffs. I think 100%. Sure could. I, I think, think February and March you're going to play meaningful games. What about... Ottawa. Meaningful games. What about Buffalo? I don't know about uh, Buffalo just oh, what about yet. the old uh, Boston Bruins that are uh, they the five and They're again. the team that you wrote off? No, I would never do that. I'll be honest. They didn't look good last night. I tortured myself and watched the Ducks play <laughs> 60 minutes last night. Um, Boston got their point, but he... I just... I think that they're... Five and oh. What's that? Five and oh. No, five and oh is good. Yeah. They're very yeah. good. They're very good. I seen last okay. night they look bad. I think the yeah. Leafs are going to have to kind of grind over these early season points more than we've thought of in the years past. Like, that's the right. division's better. It's just flat out better. Yeah. No, that's a fair they point. They haven't had, even since the beginning of training camp, they haven't had a ton to feel good about. So if there's a small stretch this week, they do. I'm not sure if you want to throw it back into a goalie that's really got some cleanup yeah. to do an aisle five. Interesting. He might be a guy that needs motivation. Like yesterday, he needed their last year, sorry. He needed that push, and that made him better. 
Let's listen to the other Keith clip on Joe Wool, just so we sort of know where he stands on his two goaltenders. Number four. Uh, outstanding. <laughs> These are not easy, not easy times, right, to come into a game like that. And really, there's no margin for error uh, for him to stand his ground <laughs> the way that he did. Excuse me. Uh, was was great, you know, and he's he's been great. He's, uh, I thought he played well in the start that he's had, and uh, pr- practice this week he was outstanding and competitive. Uh, and uh, see him step in and do the job for our, our guys tonight was was really huge. Another another young guy coming up in, in a big moment for us. So you guys kind of giggle at practice. We're talking about practice? Yeah, we are. Practice. He loves this guy. No, no, let me tell you something about practice. Talking about practice. The great goalies, I don't care what it is, yeah. they don't want to be scored on. I okay? could not agree more. They hate it. Yeah. Every, Sean Burke, it didn't matter who, what team I was on in the NHL. Mike Richter, Glenn Healy. They, they don't want to be even embarrassed in practice. Practice. Okay? And... <laughs> There's some there's some goalies that don't have that. Yeah. If you got a goalie that treats a practice goal like a an NHL goal yeah. from beginning to end of practice, it's a good thing. We had a college hockey goalie. He ended up he played I think he played a couple games for the Islanders, Nathan Lawson. But he used to like if you would score on him when he was taking another shot and you're shooting it from the other corner, he'd shoot it back at you. Like he didn't want pucks in his net. That was not. And I liked that level of competitiveness. Like some people found it silly or not find the that game. silly. Oh, We're talking geez. about practice, man. A couple of sticks in the shins. Yeah. You know, like Always get ups. Good, really competitive okay. goalies. If he's got that, that, it's noticeable. That's why I think Sheldon made note of it. Yeah. Because not all goalies are like that. No, definitely not. Actually, a lot of backup goalies don't like to play goal and like to leave when practice ends. Well, and- Wall was talking about it last week, I think, when that he's got some sort of contest going with Matthews and I think one of the other guys, that, or Matt Nyes maybe, that they, like, if you score on them, they've got, like, a contest at the end of practice where they, sh- yeah, where they shoot. Yeah, and, we used yeah. to do that for Gatorades and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. sure. But, like, I mean, but, I mean, if you're picking Nyes and Austin Matthews to go against, you must yeah. have a lot of confidence in High yourself. aspirations. <laughs> All right, outside of goaltending, the other major storyline for the Toronto Maple Leafs is didn't, didn't need uh, Matthews or Marner to dig them out of a, a 3-1 hole. It came yeah. off of the depth scoring led by Matthew Nyes and... Our boy, the show's boy. Max Domi. So let's go to Sheldon on using his third line more. I made the decision that to go down to three lines. and In fact, I actually thought Holmberg um, gave the fourth line a lot tonight too. I thought those guys were good. I just sort of lost them with some of the special teams and then just playing from behind. But I got in a three-line rhythm, and it was because I felt that line was was coming. It was giving us good shifts, and I needed to use them because obviously, you know, Matthews and Tavares, those lines of minutes were really climbing. Um, so we definitely needed to rely on others, and you know, that's progress for our team to be able to rely on others and have them come through in a big moment. Listen, I I can appreciate Fraser Minton and yeah. the effort yes. and the looks, uh, but it's over. Yeah. It's just over. Just yes. send, send them back. Ed, couldn't agree more. Okay. Yeah. It's, Hate it's agreeing done. With you so much, it's but... over. Homework comes in, stabilizes the bottom six. At center, he's a big, strong guy. He's a man. Should never have been sent down to begin with. But I get it. You want to send a message. You want to 
create something, a competitive feel. That they didn't like are... his camp. That's okay. all to all me. Right. Listen, he's, he, he belongs up here. Yeah. So yell at him. Make him do wallies. <laughs> yeah, like, Make yeah. him do whatever. Yeah, like, you I know, whatever. Yeah. But he's, that's his spot. It really was okay? the perfect storm of like Minton played really well. Yeah. At the same time, Holmberg disappointed them. And they were like, we'll try someone so else. So the other thing Pond. it did too is, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. Like it, it stabilized uh, camp too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Camp and was I, excellent for me. And yeah, me too. Much better. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Did Camp go, hold on for a second. This 19-year-old, he's got my third-line position. Yeah. Are you kidding me right yeah. now? And I don't know if he was sulking or behind the scenes he was pissed off. But now you got Holmberg at four, Camp at three. Go to work now. Yeah. You got men now playing center. Camp creates the – he's better on the draws. He creates a turnover that leads to the game-winning goal. Like, he's a little bit more involved. He plays almost 15 minutes finally, and we've been talking about his time. Like – all of a sudden, for the first time this year, Nyes, Kampf, Domi is the third line. At least you can squint and go, I can see that. You know, like Nyes and, and Kampf can defend a little bit and yeah. a little offense there. But it started as Yarncrock, Kampf, and Domi, and Sheldon was just... I, I got to ask you this guy, you guys this question. Like, the amount that he was shuffling in that game, in game four... Looking for some. Is it good or bad that much shuffling in game four of the season like does that you know you're putting together the Nylander Matthews Marner in game four yeah it's not great is that a good that's is that bad I don't know I want to ask your opinion I think it's bad that you need to do it yeah not that he's doing it yeah I agree with you yeah I agree with you and it's just uh I think it's just a characteristic that I I noticed with Sheldon is that you know there he 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 has a quick boiling point. Oh, yeah. He oh, will not just go right? quietly into the night with the same lines doing their thing. Yeah, he will toss it in that place. And I don't know. Sometimes it's okay. Like, I again, I give him credit th- pulling Samson off. Yeah. 3-1. That's a gut instinct that a lot of coaches need that fourth goal. They need to go down 4-1 before they, they, they yank. And yeah. he... He said, no, not tonight, and it worked for him. Yeah, one thing we've talked about in the show is how the only thing a coach really has control of in terms of manipulating players or pushing them is ice time. And he doesn't really bench anyone. We don't see that very often. But what he does do is shuffle the lines, and he'll shuffle you up and he'll shuffle you down. It's not a benching necessarily, but it lets you know where he thinks you are on that night, and maybe there's some value in that. Okay, uh, you want to start with Nyes or Domi first? I think Domi. Yeah, I think that's a bigger story. Okay. Uh Two elite passes. Yeah. If we think he was both, passing to not camp on the first one. But anyway. Both uh, moving his feet. Yes. Right? That's it. And he is, he, he, his strength for me has always been he's able to pass the puck. Yeah. No, uh, the, the point you made before that, though, about moving his feet, really good to see him get a puck and go. Like, skate with it, carry it. He's a talented guy. Have the puck for a little bit. I thought that early in the season he was quick to unload it and look for someone and try to make a play. Well, Simmer on the broadcast, just it was the broadcaster's dream because he pointed out a time early in the game where he did a stop up. And he's like, I like to see him go. When he's at his best, he's really taking the puck north and really skating fast. And then he does it literally later that period and he sets up the tying goal and it's like see that's what happens when you move your feet and it's true it was perfect but also sam it happened on the same shift where he kind of got caught from behind but he started to move his feet and the next time he was like ah that that was effective and he went and made the pass and uh yeah nice berries and there is something to be said about just getting this 
guy out of town on the road. Think so? Yes, for sure. You're not I like the blueprint for uh, as, as much <laughs> as episodes. as much as show. he's been around and he's lived it as a kid and now as uh, an NHL player. Listen, it's it still can weigh on you. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. getting on the road and just just playing, just skating, just yeah. passing. Uh, that's more the Max Domi. And do you think the points here will help him loosen up or feel like he's contributing, like a positive? Oh, for sure, yeah. absolutely. And again, I. You, you don't ever envision him being a point-of-game guy. No. And you don't ever envision him being locked in on any particular line. But he needs to be one of those guys that can play up and down the lineup yeah. and then still be a threat out there and find a way to contribute. And I think it worked to a T Saturday night for him. Yeah. Do he, it. And he looked good before the goal. That was the key. Like, it yeah. was just noticeably his best game before he even set up both those those goals. So, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear Keyfon Domi? Okay, let's go. Yeah, I'm hoping it's. I'm hoping it you know allows him to just relax. Because yeah, that's to me that's the the biggest takeaway in the game is is I thought first of all I thought Max had a great game uh, even before making those plays, but you could just see um, <clears throat> pucks came to him in good spots and he moved his feet. And does what he does. He's a playmaker, you know. And uh, you know, it was great to see those guys connect. It was great to see a young guy like Nice get get a couple in, in an important time. Um, but yeah, for Max to, to come through for the team in that in that time was huge. Yeah, you know, when you talk about third and fourth lines in general, the most important thing when you're out there is you get out of your own zone as clean as you can mm-hmm. and as quick as you can. And that's where they've struggled, I think, early, is that they've collectively spent way too much in their own zone. Yeah. I do think that having camp with those guys will allow Keefe to trust them a bit more because that's an important thing. You're looking for the coach to show trust that he can put you on the ice in your own zone because once you got camp down there, you generally have three guys defending hard and they can handle the wing. So good start for that line. And then obviously Nye's getting the goal, getting the or two goals, getting the belt from the team. Pretty significant uh, first step for a guy who had been pointless through four games. uh, I had no issues from what I've seen out of this guy with uh, going into Saturday night pointless. I mean, we went and watched the game live uh, against Chicago. But there are still, if you really focus on this guy, there's things out there that you still really like about him. And just physically for me, he is such a presence out there. He wins pucks. He can dump it in deep and then be the first guy to go get it himself and yeah. start uh, uh, protecting the puck or a cycle around the posts. And I just think he's just a force out there. Yeah. I think he's gonna. He's got a chance to be a, a pretty. I don't want to throw away throw out special player, yeah. but he can be one of those guys. Like He, he, can, can, he can be a, a game-breaker, a difference-maker for sure. A guy that, while the other team is keying on your four superstars, scores a big goal, and yeah. you know this comeback is indicative yeah. of like, coming from somewhere else once in a while would be I, nice. I, like a, Chris Kreider, can he one day turn himself into a 40-goal scorer? Alex Tuck. Uh, or is he... Two um, burners uh, right there. Uh... uh uh, drawing a blank on Tampa Bay's uh, uh, Kalorn, Kalorn, mm. right? But I think he's I think he's got more skill than Kalorn. For I think sure. he shoots the puck better than Kalorn. Yeah, yeah right. That first goal he scored was so that's all world. Palat, Ooh. yeah, Palat. Yeah. 
Yeah, one of those good, guys. Good. That you're, while you're worried and, about and, Stamkos and, and Kucherov and Point, one of those guys and, buries you. Mm-hmm. And instrumental guys to win Stanley Cups. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the element I think Nyes has given the Leafs. And you know, I don't believe in jinxies, so I'm going to say it. What he needs to do is play 80 hockey games or something. He needs to stay healthy this year, play yeah. a full season. Not that he's typically been hurt, but you re- the more he plays, the more he'll be able to contribute, I think, come playoffs. How dare you? You're sitting beside the number one jinxie guy. And yeah. <laughs> you know, for, for him, it's just like how do you manage 82 games, mm-hmm. right? How do you manage three and four nights and how your body reacts to it. And like, this is all new. He made From one him bad decision. To... He moved in with Tavares and kids. Well, what are you doing? Don't live with a bunch of kids. It's not going to help. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> um, he played just under 15, which for me is perfect. the perfect amount. Maybe one more. Yeah. Work for me. 14, 16. I think it was 1455 he ended up with. But to me, you know, the two guys that have been, we've been talking about at nauseum about their ice time. Yeah. Both of them play more. And they scored two huge goals right. for yeah. You know, yeah. let's let's ask Sheldon Keefe what he thought most impressed him about oh. Matthew Nyes. I think just the fact that he hasn't got down on himself, you know. Like, uh, I don't think it's probably hasn't gone you know, the way that he would want it to. We got a lot of guys probably in that boat, but he hasn't gotten down on himself. He's just kind of stayed with it, pretty even keel. And, um, you know, like our game today, just, just kind of staying with it and not getting too high or too low or anything like that. And uh, when this moment comes, be ready for it. And he was. See, he strikes me as a guy that'll never get down on himself to the point where it's really detrimental to him. Yeah. He, he just kind of does. I, his thing. I think he Carries has. Himself. I think he has some idea of how good yeah. either he already is or how good he can be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it's not. You might think it's somebody else's fault. <laughs> and I don't mean that no, in a no, bad way. 100%. I don't think he's going to be uh, calling out coaches like Evander Kane, and we'll get into that oh, later boy. on in the show. Boy. I don't think he'll ever pull that one off, but he would quietly, seems to me as a guy says, hey, you want some production? Get me out there a few more minutes. Yeah. God, I wish to I had himself. that confidence at any point in my life. That sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think he knows what he's capable of doing physically, yeah. uh, offensively, Which defensively. Which goal do you like more, the stick to, or skate to stick? Yeah, on skate the to one stick, the I think, yeah. was a real goal scorer's. Stuck with it. Their guys. And it's a big goal. It's tie the game like against yeah. one of your bitter rivals in their barn. Well, this is why you love a guy who's played big games. He's yeah. played in playoffs. He's played in the Frozen Four in that building. Yeah. They're, they're guys where uh, skate to stick can, like... And a broken nose. Like a flash. <laughs> look like a flash, and it blows up. Yeah. And then there's guys that can actually take it, slow down, bring their heart rate down, and just have enough patience to do what you want to do and he did that in that moment i would say he that, didn't force it yeah he didn't take a a, a wild swing at it yeah. coming in he Composed had he to... just slowed the game between his ears yeah. in that exact moment that's a superstar trait like that i'm not saying nice is a superstar but that trait is that's it what is. matthews does that's it what Nylander and marner those few guys you, you know we're spoiled watching okay. toronto all the time don't take this the wrong way oh boy but there's moments when I watch Nyes that I see, like, a shred of Matthews in him. Like, a shred. I'm not saying he's anywhere near clearly the player. Right. 
but like you can tell that these guys have been brought up in the same development system. Mm-hmm. Like they have a lot of like there's little things that both of them do that kind of remind me of each other once in a while. I guess they're both from Arizona and yeah. that stuff, but like not. I don't think they'll ever have that fast twitch. No. like mm-hmm. Austin does. So the NHL came out with uh, the NHL.com slash Edge today, which is like their some of their fancy data yeah. stuff. Sam and I were talking before the game. Matthews is an interesting guy because he's he doesn't hit any of the top speeds of the fastest guys. But he gets up, so 20 miles per hour is like a threshold. They measure how many times per year a guy skates faster than that, which is That's, so fast. That is really fast. And Matthews has done it nine times in five games, which is like in the top percentile, top one or two. So it, to your point about fast twitch, like he can get there for a big rig. Yeah. I don't know that Nyes is going to be yeah. like that, but it is something to keep an eye on if he gets older, comfortable. If he can find that level, there's definitely more goals waiting yeah. for him. Matthews. Did it, I think, on the first shift that he had in Tampa. Burn Hedman? Yeah, it just feels like he's his gone. His speed sneaks up. Did he up. put it off yeah. the post? Yeah, inside post. He pulled uh, Johansson across and went across the other way and yeah. didn't talk. But he just he sneaks up on guys with his speed, I think. Yeah. Just because how big he is. Yeah, they had some good looks. Marner, I thought, set up a ton of guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think they had at least 20, like, high-danger chances. Like, that yeah. line was, was all over him. Johansson looked good for a guy we kind of gave a hard time to. Leafs had 52 shots, 54 something. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, even before they came back, I was like, there's some good things going on here. Yeah, Johansson, I thought, was going to, uh, you know, win the George Vesna Saturday night. Leafs are really good at making good. those guys look well, awesome. I just, I sent a couple of text, text for you. I'm like, is this guy as good as Vasilevsky? Like, <laughs> he looks like Vasilevsky in there. Like, he's huge. He was making big saves. He was quiet. Different guy than the one they shot eight by against. Was that was he playing for Colorado when they scored eight on him? Yeah, yeah, that was last year. Uh, we got Coop clip, do we? Oh, wow. oh yeah. Okay. Just I, uh, I just kind of couldn't not do one. A little bit of the the cleanup still. Bertuzzi mm. still looking for something. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just nothing there for me on Saturday night yet. I'm still kind of waiting for it from Bertuzzi. Yeah, you know, I, he's had a little bit of chemistry with Tavares. You know, one interesting thing is we kind of killed Tavares and Elander for not working well together or all that well. Last year, Tavares connected or assisted on 12 Nylander goals. And last year, Nylander, eight Tavares goals. They've assisted on every single one of each other's goals this year. 100%. Yeah. Six for six. So yeah. they're having a little I more think if they, Again, if they can just clean up a little bit in their own zone, the third goal where they were bumping into the each other. one yeah. was embarrassing. Yeah, I was want to go watch that goal one. back. It was the second one. How bad the two was of them were. Was it the second were. goal? Yeah. yeah off the, How bad the two of them were. Lost yeah. draw. Tavares yeah. doesn't stay yeah. above the center. Nylander doesn't stay above Kucherov. They can't. They, they, they puck can't. Puck obsessed. If, if, if they've got all these great natural instincts it's for offensively, <laughs> yeah. then defensively they sometimes like you almost like got to draw arrows for them on the ice yeah. and just say follow the arrows. Well, don't follow the puck. We, we, got, we got a dog this week, by the way. News for you. Yeah, we, we got a dog. And oh, the dog ball obsessed, yeah. chasing the ball around. Yeah. That's Tavares and Elander at yeah. the ball. Like, they went to Kucherov, who had the puck on the wall, on the back check. Then it went to the far side, and they both went that way. Then it went draw, it got dropped, and they both went there. So we call them the Jasper boys? The so Jasper <laughs> boys. The dog's Jasper, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Team Jasper. So on Friday, we had John Cooper as a guest. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> You know, he loses the way he loses on Saturday night, and you're, like, relishing in it. <laughs> what, 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 what do you want from me? I am who I am. <laughs> I, I am the producer. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I see, listen, you guys talk to him. He, he likes you guys. He, Borny, calls you Borny. You, you guys have a good relationship. Yeah. Me, not so much. 
We know. It's it is who I am. We know. He called you guys the best. He wasn't talking about me. No. Let's just say that. No. And I listen. I love when they flash to him on the bench, and his face when he's not thrilled is my one of my favorite things in hockey. Okay. Him and Hagel. Those are the two guys in Kucherov too. Those that's Hagel's like the three. So good, by okay. The way. So for Sammy, yes. we've got a John Cooper Kippers Clipper. Yeah. Just you know, obviously frustrated. Watched that, uh, watched that movie before against these guys, and Ooh. it's uh, you know disappointing just the way that the players handled the third period and well the last half of the third period and and, and overtime. Uh, we're we're much better than that. Um, and give Toronto a ton of credit. They uh, they did what you have to do to get points in hockey games. They played the whole sixty minutes plus, and uh, we didn't. And then we left it again, left it on our goalie's shoulders to carry it home, and that's so unfair. And we uh, obviously we didn't do it, and we didn't deserve to do it. Oh, he didn't like that game. No, oh, that was honestly he, he, he makes it there. abundantly clear again off the weekend and in the playoffs. To he likes to give the Leafs a lot of credit. Well, some, that is a little uh, something, isn't it? He's always just laying it on. Some people listen to, you know, like Abbey Road by the Beatles when they're sad or whatever to feel good. <laughs> That's my Abbey Road right there. <laughs> sad. That's my Abbey Road, baby. <laughs> What'd you think of the shove on Willie Nylander? Um, yeah, I, I don't remember having any problem with it. I haven't watched it back, but I, I didn't think it was terrible. You? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a little bit of a cheap push into the boards did you want someone to punch a size the face uh, the maybe a couple of words well, you know it's just i don't know sometimes you see other teams respond and it's like even if you're wrong and it was fine yes. enough, you should at yeah. least say just don't play around the edges yeah. yeah just i think they gotta work on that a little yeah. bit i just i'm just i'm looking for s- small victories and uh the uh the we care about each other that much. Mm-hmm. Look, still, there was a moment in that game where there was a couple sleepy moments where I thought, I was like, this would maybe be a good time for the Reeves thing. How much could he have played? He didn't play. Game? I think he played well, six. he's already fought twice. No, no, but like, just run into somebody, go snow the goalie, and have a scrum in front of the net didn't or something. Play out that he played six five minutes. Oh, six. Oh, yeah, right. Five minutes. Yeah, yeah. didn't have. It had a. It had a feel of of a Leaf Tampa playoff game without any of the the snot it did yeah it was really again it felt like both teams knew it was a very meaningful game this early in the season is surprising to me like i was expecting it to be like remember the last game they played before the playoffs last year that was just a total it was like a total hootenanny remember it was like fights (laughs) it was crazy and they they lose like eight nothing and it was like fights that's right it was a wild game it was a wild game and i was expecting some of that none of that vibe yeah uh did I send a video of Nick Robertson getting hit on the weekend yeah. as well? Yeah. We, hey, we should probably take a break. Let's talk about this after. We're gonna okay. We'll pick it up after the break, off. okay? Because yeah. Nick Robertson's in the Mar uh, with the Marlies and took a big hit on the weekend. So we'll we'll visit that after these words. Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy McKee, more real Kipper and Bourne after the break. Fresh views on everything in the National Football League. It's the Fan Checkdown with Matt Marchese and Donovan Bennett. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Bill Kipper and Bourne. Just before the break, we were talking about Nick Robertson and uh, uh, the start that he's had. I did notice a uh, pretty, pretty good rush up the middle of the ice uh, the other night, and he got absolutely walloped. But outside of that, it's been a it's been an okay start. But listen, with the, the likes of Bertuzzi and Nyes kind of coming in full time now for the Leafs on that uh, on that left side, Domi on the other side, with Reeves, not much room there. Hmm. I feel, excuse me for reading between the lines here, but he scored the game winner after that hit, playing pretty well. Elliot on our yeah. show last week says he thinks he's, you know, could get frustrated. You're saying he's blocked out. Are we having the conversation I think we're having? Like, is this guy... Oh, listen, I'm, I can have this conversation at any time with you. Uh, I just Do you don't... think he will be traded? Uh, even if he is, I don't know what other teams would think that they're trading for. Yes, he can score, but I been around the game a long time, and there are some guys that are just really good American Hockey League scores or junior scores that just can't can't get it done in the NHL. I would think that as much headway he's made in a short period of time being down there, they would watch the video of him getting hit going up the middle of the ice with his head down and go, well, that's maybe the a good reason why you've been hurt so much. Well, it's one of those things where... We have said after he's been hurt, you have said, actually, that you hope he better learns to protect himself. Yeah. And I have followed that up with, like, how often do you see Mitch Marner get smoked? How often do you see Patrick That Kane guy's got smoked? a radar on him that uh, it's just a, a gift from the hockey gods. Yeah. Marner never puts himself. I think once well, he's he, been shoved into the boards. Yeah, in Columbus. Four years ago yeah. in Columbus. Yeah. Five, six yeah. years ago. But like, never gets hit hard. Never. Well, you think about all the little and guys. And he goes in into all you can't Goudreau, be in the league if you can't. Goudreau, like Goudreau, Goudreau absolutely. Yeah. It is part of being a smaller player in yeah. the league. And they're high-traffic guys. Yes. Yeah. They'll play, they'll stick handle in a phone booth. But That's, they don't stick around. They get in, they get out. They Mac from Super Punch-Out. Stick a move. He's the little guy. Get in there. You got to hit so him. So I, I think if he can go through... If, if Nick can go through a, a long period of time when he's not hurt and when you watch his game, he doesn't leave himself vulnerable. When when scouts start believing that he, he he's turned himself into a good pro player, like in, in that regard, mm-hmm. then his, there's a chance his stock will come up. Well. But there's no one's not paying, happening anytime soon. Nobody's now. paying a, a second round for him, and no one's giving you back a blue chip prospect well, for him. Not a second is round. Is there another team that has... I don't think there's a team out there that would even come close to giving up a second or a third round reform. Well, then you don't want to trade him because well, what, what do I want a fourth for? for is there another team's defense version of Robertson that they could trade him for? Somebody's prospect you know the that they don't stuff love like as much. Maybe there is Sammy, but the you problem with stuff like this. Back? Well, that's, the, I mean, he, he, you know who's next up for this team? The problem is the teams always know first, you yeah. know, like the AHL they got pro teams. scouts too. I, I just remember being with the Marlies and talking about some players and just, you know, you just knew it wasn't quite there. And other, they still had some shine. If you don't trade them right away, they missed everyone the boat. knows. They missed the boat on yes. is what you're saying. Yeah. So maybe he shoots 30 in the net and. Figures it out. It's, I'd rather roll the dice it's an ongoing thing with general pick. managers is like truly figuring out what you have, when you have it, yeah. and how good it can get. And when you don't have it. Pooley Arvey, Edmonton, yeah. top five pick. Yep. And there was a window there when you can you can move them for some high. Lots. From 
for a, a lot. And yeah. if you miss the boat and the stock drops, then that opportunity never comes back. I think there's a few teams out there, the Rangers with Kako and uh, uh, I like uh, Lafreniere. Lafreniere. Yeah. Like how 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 good are they going to get? I think right now you could still get a lot for Lafreniere. Oh yeah. You could talk dummy me into it for sure. But can you no get him? <laughs> but can you get him? Can you get him as a? This guy can be a face of your organization, a franchise type of player. What about a first? A first for yeah. Lafreniere. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But you know how disappointing that is. When Given he was a number one overall, a, a number one pick overall yeah. for what twenty uh, fifth pick overall? Yeah. No good point. No that good. That ain't good return on investment no. there. Well, I don't know. I just and even if they're gonna call. Robertson up, they're not going to call him up and play him on the fourth line. No. That's not, not what he's to do. Like it's yeah. going to be a top six injury that they call him up for or whatever, but it's not going to be anywhere in the bottom six. It's uh, it they, could be a third line guy, you know, kind of where Domi is or something like no, that. No, they've seen that movie before. Yeah, we know how it ends. That guy, We've that guy needs to. Yeah, there's a lot of movies. Yeah. And Keith yeah. And, yeah. yeah, a lot of movies. <laughs> All right. Thinking that uh, the defense pair can can hold its own now. This is as good as it's going to get. I wanted to ask you guys what you thought of McCabe Saturday night. I thought he was great. What? Really? Okay. You didn't like Gipper? him? Listen, he's a 5-6 for me. He's a bottom pair D. He's doing way too much. He me. does a lot. But he had 20 and a half minutes. He's a plus player. He but gets a couple of hits. He had a few shots. There's half the time... It's like Marner, somebody's playing defense because he's down below the dots. I think he's doing. I, I a, think he's, that's a fair point. On, on a, a Stanley ton. Cup contending team, he's a 12, 14 minute guy. That he twelve. He, he should be. They don't have he, any he, should, on he should be Giordano on a Stanley Cup contending team. Mm. The implication here is you don't think the Leafs are a Stanley Cup contending team? No, we uh, we've done this before. We did this in training camp. They're one or two D away from contending. Yeah. For Stanley Cup. I don't know how you could disagree with that. It's just that's, to me, it's a glaring, glaring need. I want yeah. horses back there. <laughs> he, I, you know, he is a, he, 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 he's a competitive guy when he's at his best. Mm-hmm. He is competitive yeah. and he can play hard, but I just don't, I don't see it right now enough out of him. And he's a type of guy, we were talking about like nice. I, I, I don't envision him ever getting down on himself. Mm-hmm. McCabe seems like a guy that can lose his confidence pretty quick too. Yeah. And then he second guesses his, well, his decision making out in there. Trouble. He gets caught. And I would love for Van Ryan or Schrenauth or whoever's doing, you know, dealing yeah, with those guys Ryan, to say, yeah. just don't go in. We yeah. have all the offensive players in the league. We, yeah. you know, we're good. Just, we got a lot of guys that do that yeah, part of it. Don't make Mitch Play defense. Don't yeah. make him be our defenseman. We want you to do the defending. Oh, they were on a, I think they were on the penalty kill, and Matthews found someone streaking off the half boards. I was like, oh, what a pass. He and loves I was like, to get up on the PK. <laughs> it's McCabe streaking in on net. I'm like, what is going on? Because early in the year, I predicted him to have like a breakout goal year, score like eight times or something. He still might, but he shouldn't. <laughs> okay. He, he, shouldn't. he gives me the, like, he I, scores eight, they're in trouble. You, you watched Boston and Anaheim pretty uh, close? Yeah. Did you watch Detroit and Calgary? I did. I didn't close. watch that game. I watched. I, I watched. watched it. I was flicking back and forth and everything. I had it on. You know who looked pretty good oh. on Detroit? Don't say it. Justin oh. Hall. Oh. No, I'm telling you. Validate <laughs> yes. no. everything I've said Listen, for years. I, I, I don't. Let's go. I don't care. You're cringing right now. <laughs> no, no, I don't I'm care. Not. I'm telling you. Yeah, he leads the league in plus minus. I, I watched no, him. Yeah, yeah, plus nine. He looked. 
pretty darn good. Three assists yesterday. Three help. Three helpers. When's the last time he had three helpers? Well, the first one was to the brink it, I think, off the post. He got smoked by Zadorov, but made a great play out to the front Standard. of the Standard. But yeah, I tell you what, this is what I didn't see. Plowed. This is what I didn't see out of Justin Hall is those bad pinches, those bad decisions where you're like, okay, why are you going in there right yeah. now? Like there was a there was it was it was calmer. There was just a little bit more structure in his game. I'm just telling you. Well, this is Speaking of my Abbey Road, this yeah, is Barney's Abbey Road. This is I'm being validated for years of defending a good hockey player. Yeah. And everyone, you know what? Everyone, the only moments they see with Hall that show up on the highlights is the once a night that yeah. Zadorov puts his head through yeah. the boards and he gets up in a heap. You know, and he's not, and it's not the other twenty minutes where he's eating shot blocks, yeah. getting the puck off the glass yeah, and out, and kicking one up to the winger. For a they lot break of it these out. guys, it, it's hard to get them to explain that less is more sometimes. I love that. And okay. I would love for McCabe to have that conversation. And that's yeah. that's where I'm, I'm leading towards. Although you they may just lose try. a couple of the big hits that I think are some of the value of McCabe, but it's tough. Baby steps to back to those hits, though. You're right. Okay. Riley, though. Build, it, build your fine. game back Play up. Riley? Riley looks like playoff Riley at the start of the year, which is nice. 25-08 last night. All right, just like that. Leaf edition over, and now we go to our national hour. Craig McTavish, former NHLer, teammate of mine when we won the Stanley Cup. He's gonna he's gonna join us. We're gonna get into the Oilers, man. And Connor McDavid gone a week, two weeks. But at least maybe the Oilers longer. are doing well, so they got some buffer. All right, <laughs> wait. Plenty to come after the break as we go national on Real Kipper and Bourne. Stick around.